Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 7, Episode 23, the one with Chanica and Mondler's Wedding, (laughs) Part 1. Part 1. Part 1 of many. Ah, welcome back. Part 1 of many? No, well, kind of. Remember, because there's Part 1 and 2. And then next season... Yeah, they like kind of drag it on. Um, speaking of, nope, don't know how to segue back into this, but uh, nice to be back. Uh, I believe you guys had a lot of fun last week with your guest host Anya. Anya, um, yeah, Anya was here with us last week in lieu of Ashley. But it's good to have you back. You know, I mean, I liked recording with Anya for sure, but um, I wish I could have been there. It would have been fun to all yeah, do it together. It's, but I have, yeah. Yeah, as our third guest, our first ever guest co-host. Yeah, well done, Anya. Our first Bravo, ever non Ashley episode. It is a little bit like it's crazy, I guess, when you think about it. Like, yeah, we've never like you've not taken a break. You've not missed an episode. No, I work you very have perfect hard. Attendance. I have perfect attendance. I work very hard. She's on the Dean's list, people. Um, yes, I had to miss just the one. Never again. But Well, honestly, I'm more impressed that in, you know, let's see, 19, 20, 20. In almost four years, we've wow. never miscounted how many episodes we had and when we could meet and what time it was in various parts of the world. <laughs> Um, we Every definitely week, just you miscalculated <laughs> the time. Well, you know, but like not so much that we, you know, didn't have a plan lined up. We might have just been like, True. oh, I thought you were calling me at eight. And you're like, it is eight. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Um, or there's been times where you're like, let me know when you're free. And I'm like, what? I'm on a hike. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's happened a couple times. Yes, it has. Um, but you know what? We always had like a backup episode ready. And so I think it's just the first time that all the stars aligned and we were like, oh, wait, you're out of town next week. I'm out of town the week after. How are we going to do this? Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun to have Anya on, but I'm glad you're back. Thanks. Not the same without you. I am just glad that I did not miss the wedding of the century. That's right. Chandler century Monica. you mean the millennium the millennium um and so thing. starts out with monica being like this is our last time being at the coffee house as six singles and phoebe's like what what's gonna happen to the coffee house i know and then she gets it um so a uh, fun little scene here um everybody leaves except for chandler and ross and Ross is like, oh, hey, Chandler, I'm glad it's just the two of us. I actually need to talk to you, but not as your friend. Oh I need gosh. to talk to you as Monica's older brother. But are you my friend during this time? No, not for the next few minutes. <laughs> Can I still call you Ross? <laughs> so he says, if you ever do anything to hurt my little sister, I will hunt you down and kick your ass. And Chandler cracks up laughing. And he's like, what? Yes. I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. So he's like trying to do the protective big brother thing. Um, yeah. What do you think about this? 
Well, I I have some mixed feelings. I think like it's I feel like that speech typically comes when you don't know somebody. Right. Um, Like with actual threats. You know, most people are like, you better not hurt her. You know, like that offhanded comment. We all say stuff like that. Um, But like him trying to get all serious like the day before they're getting married, you know. And it's like, Ross, he's your best friend. I don't know. It just seems a little misplaced. But um, he uh, it's sweet that Ross is concerned but I also feel like he's kind of just doing it because he thinks that's what, like, he read a book about being a big brother and that's what they said you're and supposed like, to do or something. He had always planned that, like, the, the yes. day before my sister gets married, I'll, like, make sure I'll have a talk with the guy. Right. He doesn't take into account that it's, like, his best friend, college roommate, neighbor, person he spends all his time with. So I'm like, and, like it's just Monica's a little bit... best friend, too. You yeah. Know, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just kind of is, like, um, I don't. No, because it reminds me of how serious he gets about, like, Unagi. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're like, we didn't even know you were into this. And suddenly yeah. you're, like, acting like the, the like, inventor of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it kind of, it's different. But, like, I, I just feel like it's a little um, unnecessary and, like, kind of ridiculous. You yeah. Know? Well, that's how everyone else feels, too. Yes. Well, my favorite reaction is Phoebe's. Later. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, Ross, my makeup, please. Stop it, my makeup. It is really funny. Um, or his parents. Oh, I was going to say, no wonder he's delusional. His parents are like, of course you could kick his ass. You could kick him. They're probably like, his dad was probably the one who was like, don't forget to have the talk. You're the older brother. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. leave it to Beaver style. I feel like Ross would also be the kid, though. Like, if the parents went out to dinner, they'd be like, okay, Ross, you're the man of the house. And then he'd start, like, walking around, like, yes, bossing everyone. Locks yes. And, like, yeah, you know. Mom said, I'm the man of the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, of course, I know it is true. If Chandler hurt her, he would hunt him down and kill him uh, or kick his ass. But um, it's just, like, so unfounded. And even, like, you know, spoiler alert, but Chandler kind of, like, blows it in this episode. And Ross does not kick his ass. He just talks to him calmly. Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Ross. Oh, Ross. Okay. So, um, Monica starts listing out, like, Everything that could go wrong. Do you know what? I understand the sentiment here. Sometimes I'm like, let's plan for the worst, but hope for the best. But I don't want to be blindsided by something Mm -hmm. going off track that I don't have like a risk mitigation strategy for, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just good project management. It is. And if you plan to, you, if you fail to plan, wait. Yes, fail to plan, plan to fail. That's right. So if you plan to fail, then you know all the reasons what could happen. And of course, it's Monica, so it's like a little bit over the top. But if you make a nice list, then, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Mm -mm. You can just go into code, I don't know, 
code code gray for whatever code um code wedding code wedding so unfortunately um the list of all the stuff that could go wrong is the stuff rachel's responsible for <laughs> Monica is being so mean but she just has like stopped caring do you know what I mean she's kind of like all decorum is out the window it is the day before the wedding and she's just basically like you know laser focused well and honestly rachel has not proven to be the responsible party many times so she does say she had to go with the odds Mm -hmm. um which is funny so joey comes in at the same time and says that originally he got he didn't get this part and then they name all these parts and then he's (laughs) but he's like but i just got a call back from the director saying somebody got sick or whatever i can't remember and so now he's got a part in this movie um Yay. and so he's like all right i'm off to fight i'm off you know this world war one movie wish me luck i'm off to fight the nazis <laughs> yes. and rachel's like well hang on a second we fought the nazis in world war Two, not world war one and he's like whoa okay who did we fight in world war one <laughs> renee who did we fight in world war one well World War One started with the assassination of the Archduke, Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. From Austria. The shot heard around the world. Oh, is that what that is? I think so. Okay. Because he got um, shot and then it kicked off World War One, The Great War. Okay. The Great War, yes. So I know that happened and I know it happened in 1914. Okay, that's a lot of information and to know. And I know that... We were on the same side as the British, and I know for sure that um, Germany was on the other side, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm pretty sure France was on our side, too. Okay. Um, but that's most of what I know. Uh, okay. I think, well, no, this is probably wrong. Is that when Russia engaged, invaded Afghanistan? Oh, I have no idea about that. Okay. Um, those are the things I know. And I know most of those things from watching Downton Abbey. Oh. Pretty much exclusively that's where I know most of this from. Um, okay. I mean, I'm sure I knew them at other points in my life, but that's where like it has solidified. Like for the solidified. test we had to take one time senior or right. know, 10th grade So year. that's where yeah. the information has solidified because they, I know you never watched Downton Abbey and you haven't expressed a lot of interest but the way that they weave in actual historical events to like – I mean, they're not like an everyday family, but they are a family. Like, it's just about their life and their family. It's you the know? cultural context of what was going on. Yes. And so like they're having like a garden party and a telegram comes that the Archduke has been assassinated. And right. then they announce that they're – oh, sorry. that's they, announce, they get a telegram after the Archduke has been assassinated like in the last episode. And they're all talking about it. And then they get the telegram at the garden party that – they're like we're at war a war with germany yeah so um yeah so that's where okay I that from. that's pretty good renee so i will Thanks. not lie to you so you know that it's not mexico <laughs> i do know that it's not mexico um i do know that germany played the bad guy in both world wars in their own way yes so um here's where i'm gonna try to do what i know and some of it's going to be very wrong so you are all of you out there are more than welcome i know you're like just google it but like there's a lot like a war is there's a lot going on so i did google it 
And I'll try to tell you what I... So what I Googled, you're right. It was um, Germany, Austria, Hungary, um, and the Ottoman Empire. Which um, Turkey? Like Turkey, yeah. Um, Although I don't... I guess it wasn't called Turkey back then, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, This is where we're starting to foray out of my knowledge. But yeah, so they Uh, were all... Turkey was a country back then. Also know that from Downton Abbey. So the Ottoman Empire (laughs) must just be turkey and more than just turkey but yeah um it it was they were what was considered the central forces i think it was something it started with a c um and then america britain france russia um canada italy uh japan were Mm -hmm. all together in what was called the allied forces um and so i thought that was interesting i'm sure there was more ones. Well, I wanted to ask about that. Like, did the U.S. actually fight in World War One? Did this oh, is yeah. bad that I don't know that? Okay, we, we definitely did. fought in World War One. We resisted for a a while, I think. So um, the same thing see, as World War Two. I mean, I think so. It wasn't really our zone. Well, none of them is our zone. I know. That's my point. Oh, okay. For some like, reason. I didn't think we were involved in World War One, but I guess of course we were because there's like World War One vets not alive yeah. anymore. But up until kind of uh, recently, there were still some, right? No, yeah. maybe not. I mean, oh. well, they would have been born like in the 1800s if they maybe, fought in World War One. So maybe when we were younger. But I guess yeah. like there's still a very, very, very few World War Two vets. So, um, so that's what I googled. What I did know about World War One. Is that um, so? <laughs> I'll tell you where I know this from. Afterwards, okay. um, it was not the Nazis because I don't think that's what they were called yet. No, but it was Germany, but it wasn't. So the Führer is what Hitler was called, and I think in World War One it was the Kaiser. It was Kaiser Wilhelm. It was yes. And I know that because of that TV show with Mary Kate and Ashley, the one where they lived on the beach and they had that chef guy. It wasn't two of a oh, um, so little time, two of so a kind. little time. It wasn't two of so a little two time. of a kind. Is the one where their dad was a single guy and they had that cute nanny girl, right? So little time is the one where remember. they lived at the beach and there was that cute boy who was their tutor and he was tutoring them on the Führer or the Kaiser, the Führer or the Kaiser. Okay. I don't remember any of that, but I do remember so little time. Well, it is the crux of my U.S. Uh, so what I'm hearing is this was an educational show. We just didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, totally. I'm doing homework practically, Mom. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's right. Um, I don't know much about it other than that, to be honest with you. That's kind of... Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I didn't realize that, like, um, Russia and Japan... Um, and Italy were on like in an ally ship with us because it wasn't mm-hmm. very much later till World War Two. Yeah, when they were very much not. They were very much not. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so we did join. We joined in 1915, so probably oh. like a year and some change. Okay, so it was World War Two that we actually waited like well into the war to join. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, because. World War One went to 1918, I think. Okay. When did World War Two so, start? Do you know? Okay. Nine. 39? I think that's when we entered. Uh, we entered in 42? One. 
Oh, okay. And it went um, till 45. Okay, then 39 is correct. Let me just Google that to be sure, but I'm pretty sure you're right. 39 to 45. Okay, and we entered in... Mm, I think 44. That's when Pearl Harbor was, right? Was it 44? Um, Really funny. It started on September 1st and ended on September 2nd, six years and one day. Wow. Oh, 1941. December 1941, a day that will forever live in infamy unless you're Renee Nashley and can't remember anything about history, unless it's on Downton Abbey or So Little Time. Or So Little Time. (laughs) Gosh, we're dumb. We're smart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway. um, We're like, I saw this Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, um, the the Kaiser or the the Fryline or whatever you said. (laughs) The the, the Fryline. (laughs) Not Fryline Maria. It was the Fuhrer. Here, how do you solve a problem like Hitler? Yeah, meow. <laughs> Did you just uh, meow? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Guys. it adds a nice touch to songs. <laughs> I thought. All right, so good. we're about as smart as Joey and Rachel and all of them. Well, at least we knew it took place in Europe for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Um, I mean, that's like when people are like. Oh, Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day. Like, I can forgive that, like, you know? No. It's like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. people said for so long. It, it's like, also, you know, doing the best you can with a date on a calendar that has nothing to do with you, you know? Yeah. Um, but you at least know it has something to do with Mexico, even if your event is misplaced. Wrong. Yeah. Um, but World War <sighs> Two, Mexico, or World War One, Mexico was not involved. Probably or two. No. Or two. And I don't think so. It's just not. us it's just us sticking our nose in other people's business, typically. Um which also happened in Mexico. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so Joey goes on set to fight the Nazis, fills his pockets with Oreos, smart. Um yep. and he is fighting or sorry, he's acting alongside Gary Oldman. I love him. Yeah. You what? You love him? I love Gary Oldman. What's he from? Harry Potter. I knew that's what you were going to say. That was going to be my serious first black. guess. But serious isn't spelled like you think it's going to be. No, it's spelled different than you think it's going to be. Um, I think of him I'm... as Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight yes, series. Yes, thank you. Okay, because I was going to say, I actually knew him. Oh, no, I guess when? Did... Oh, God, never mind. I think I saw when the was Dark Knight. When was 1998? Before I saw Harry Potter, because I clicked into Harry Potter very late in life. Um, yeah, and we saw The Dark Knight in college. Yeah, and I saw the Harry Potter, like, the week after I graduated from college. Oh, okay. So, yes, the timeline checks out. So, I know him from, yes, as Commissioner Gordon. Um, I, If I'm being honest, even though he's, like, pretty old now, um, I think he's one of my celebrity crushes. I like him a lot more than, like, a George Clooney, personally. Okay. <laughs> See, this is where Renee and I differ. And I mean, I'm not like trying to go date Gary Oldman, but I the think difference he's... between Ashley and I is that I have taste and she doesn't. <laughs> I'm she, I'm tacky and you hate me. Um, <laughs> she's tacky and I hate her. I think he's dashing. <laughs> I think he's just dreamy. I think he looks a little bit um, uh, unkempt. Yeah, I don't like his hair super long. Maybe 
I don't know. I don't want to be mean, but he's not my cup of tea. So my other, one of my other celebrity crushes, and this is now very unpopular. The guy uh, in the TV show Shameless. Ew, gosh, no. You sure, (laughs) Ashley? You sure? He's available. Um, Casey Affleck. Oh, right. But pre- I don't know if that's like a pre- Yeah. Yeah. Pre-issues. Well, who knows how long he's had them, but I guess it's only recently come out. But yes, he was, maybe we'll say he was one of my celebrity crushes. Um, And he's a bit unkempt looking as well maybe i mean he's no ben affleck do you know what i mean but that's where i kind of would lean towards casey over ben he's just a casey affleck he's no ben affleck he's just casey (laughs) do you know what i mean he's not the uh heartthrob out front yeah ashley's only traditional celebrity crush is ryan gosling but she only likes him when he was like a scrawny teenager that makes me sound problematic i was also a teenager at the time oh, so sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> ashley's just perving on prepubescent no, ryan gosling pervin. um uh okay well gary you know once again find you a get you a friend who doesn't like cute guys and then you can have all yes. the cute guys to yourself completely um, different taste in me <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It's just, it'll never cease to amaze me. Never. Okay. So, all right. Well, anyway, we've established <laughs> then only one of us likes Gary Oldman. Um, he... Well, problem it, with him, but I'm not crushing. Okay. He <laughs> he and Joey are running lines, and um, apparently... Oh, yeah. Joey's like, you won three Emmys or something. And he's like, uh, no, I lost all three times. <laughs> So what? Way to go, Joe! But he's like semi starstruck, so you know, also loves Gary mm-hmm. Oldman, and they decide to run lines together, and Gary Oldman starts spitting everywhere. I yes. don't think that enunciation requires. Sorry, we don't. He we don't come to a conclusion of why until later. But like, he's a, a picture of Petunia in your pack. Like, ugh. you don't want to hit the peas really loud otherwise it doesn't sound good as it probably just didn't just now yeah well ashley and i think have a thing called a pop filter on our Mm. uh, microphones to soften the peas yeah you need to soften the peas Um, you do need to enunciate but not by hitting peas or s's or tins of tuna (laughs) tins of tuna uh, yeah, it that makes it feel more like he's in a weird play than a movie. Him and Susan? Yes. And projecting for the people in the back. <laughs> projecting for the people in the back. You can't uh, think the baby hears you? Well, she can hear you. That's what I know for sure, Suze. <laughs> okay, Suze, we get it. We get it. We get it. Suze. You've got good projection. You're, you're off Broadway now, Susan. You can lower your voice. The boom will get you. <laughs> the boom that is often in the shot. <laughs> yes. So that happens. Uh, Joey gets spit all over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like touching really? his face all weird and the director's like not into it. Uh, he's trying to like spin it into a character trait. Yes, that's right. It'd be like an interesting. He's like, no, like a fa- like a face toucher, yeah, you like know, a face like a toucher. Cool character thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, to round that oh. off, I, I, I got confused. That does happen in this episode. So Joey goes back to work in a pair of Ray-Bans after the rehearsal dinner. Um, I don't know why he's going back to work at like 9 p.m., but I don't know, whatever. Um, he's, Shooting schedules he's, are weird. That's true. They are. Could be an overnight situation. The lighting, who knows? Um, this was also, anyway, whatever. I, I'm going to stop acting like I know what I'm talking about. That's your department. <laughs> literally um and so he goes back with his sunglasses and ross is like ray-ban was the official sponsor of world war one and he's like perfect <laughs> perfect <laughs> i feel like this is a good time to tell the story about when renee and i were in middle school we were oh, in no. drama class obviously um drama drama and we did little like one act plays um competitively um in the state of florida we were thespians if you're asking oh we were um not good ones though because we never got (laughs) the good roles well we were not working i don't know ashley go ahead i thought you were gonna say we never won anything and i was like you're right but we were not working with a lot of great talent but i think we were part of that not great talent so yes that was my point yeah, was that know. you and i weren't like we weren't like annie in little orphan annie you know what i mean we were well, like we were thing like, one and two <laughs> yes most likely and i think we probably did not help ourselves that we like were un differentiated from each other so and it's just like i don't know the put time. the ones with the hair back there out of the way yeah um <laughs> those two have big hair put them over to the side. but there were that's the thing too is like we were not there were some kids who were like when you say like drama kid you know a certain person comes to mind oh, yeah yes, there were we some them. drama kids and we weren't them we were like yeah this is fun we like it we want to we do it socially and we were like we liked it because um we were friends with the drama teacher's son and yeah. she was really fun and like we would do like improv and like whose yeah. line is it anyway style. And like yeah. we both were like, oh, yeah, like acting is fun. Drama is fun. Like you could sing. I couldn't sing. But like, you know, we both liked dancing. We both liked mm-hmm. acting. We both were like comfortable on stage. So it was kind of like that. But we weren't like little nuggets of talent. I mean, we are. Speak in our for own yourself. Your little nugget. Um, <laughs> I am quite um, a nugget. But, okay, the story I want to tell is oh, um, it's we also World were War in a one-act, yes, we were in a one-act play <laughs> called Where Have All the Butterflies Gone? No, I never saw another butterfly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, you're going to die. Because where have they gone? I never saw another one. How am I going to die? You're going to die. I'm pretty sure I still have the script. Oh, of course you do. Will you Hold on, please? let me consult my archives while you tell the people about the play. Okay. And the best part is that Renee will have her like stage notes. Speak up. Turn left. <laughs> um so it was called I Never Saw Another Butterfly and it was a very serious play um about kids in a concentration camp during World War II. And so it was like very somber, very sad, very, I mean, obviously it's, it's World War II, like, you know, kids in concentration camps. So it was really sad. Um, uh, we were not great, like as a, as a performance troupe, 
Um, we were not great. We were middle schoolers, though, too. Like, you've heard middle school band. It's terrible. Um, yes. What uh, – so 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 we weren't, we weren't necessarily expecting to win, although I do think that – our drama teacher made us feel pretty good about ourselves because I do think we were yeah. expecting to place. Um, what did not help was that when we got there, we found out another school was doing the exact same one-act play. Oh so, my gosh, I don't remember this. We had our very own bring it on moment. I forgot. Yes, they were because not only were we like they're performing and like up against other schools, we were now being compared like for like, and they went first. Because I remember yeah. what happened was you would perform your one act, and then afterwards you'd have like a sit down um, with the panel of judges, and they'd give you feedback immediately, or maybe it was like after the cer- like the award ceremony, but you got feedback like that same day. And I remember them being like, um, you, you, cause there was like a, the main character's name was like R-A-J-A and we were pronouncing it Raja or something. Oh. And the other school was pronouncing it Raja. And so when they like, when they gave us feedback, they were like, your portrayal of Raja was, da-da-da. but so it was basically like, you guys weren't as good as this other, as this other one that went before you. But do you remember their one of their comments was that the guy who played the main character, um, he was not a popular figure in our school. He was he was kind not. of weird, very mean. I think he probably got bullied a lot. Like looking back at, um, oh for looking- sure. But he was he did not set himself up. He thought like the best offense is a good defense or whatever. The best defense is a good off or whatever yeah whatever you said basically he was like really, he, he was, was mean to people like off the bat Prematurely. he did give them a chance yeah. he just assumed everybody was going to be mean to him so like i mean we weren't nice to him either but he was definitely mean and so we were like well why are we going to be nice to you you're being mean to us so yeah and we had to that work logic was very out. unpleasant so um so not our favorite person um one of the feedback biggest pieces of feedback from the judges was that he was wearing nike's and they were like um just like you're trying to portray this like poor peasant boy in a concentration camp and you're like marching around stage in Nikes and we were like are you joking I do think that was kind of costumes no I don't think we wore costumes I don't really remember much to be honest but I do remember that but so just the whole like Ray-Ban sponsoring World War One made me think of uh main guy in his Nikes Mm -hmm. getting us getting us bad feedback well, guess what? You still have it? I do. I have the actual... Have a, the, the physical actual copy. How physical do you have play. that? From, I don't that think I'm supposed grade? to. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I'm supposed to. Pretty sure this is school property. Um, <laughs> But yeah, to Raja slash Raja. And I must have been child number two. And you must have been child number four because... Those are the you lines that them. marks next to them. Renee has moved many, many times and yet has this printed out paper script from... No, no, no. It's like a booklet. It's like a book, like a playbill size. Oh, was it um, sixth grade or seventh grade? That was seventh grade. 
Um, okay. I also have the other one we did, which was Victor Hugo and rehearsal. I should not. Thank have Thank you. That's the one that I was like. Steph and I were like, yeah, the dumb sisters. Yes. <laughs> and there was the director. Um, yes, and I, really I was the that. actual director of that play. I yes! wasn't in it. <laughs> but I don't think we ever. Um, I don't think we ever workshopped it anywhere. I don't think it ever saw the I light of day. I think we performed it like for our class for ourselves. At like an assembly um, one morning. Yes. And then the, I have the third one that we started on. I also don't think we did anything was the really hip adventures of Go Go Girl. Oh my gosh. I forgot about Space that. Space Vixens like, with sassy attitudes. We were in eighth um, grade for that one, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. I don't know. Coming. I actually. We did. We did yeah. something with that because I remember some of our other classmates that were in it. Um, no, we weren't yeah. in eighth grade. Because I was Jess. Do you remember? <laughs> hey, yo, Jess. <laughs> no, there I was don't like, remember. There was like a football player in our drama class. And I got, I was like playing opposite him. And my character's name was Jess. And he was supposed to be like, yo, Jess, what's going on? And he was like, yo, Jess, what's going on? Like, <laughs> he was just <laughs> such a football player. <laughs> oh, oh, bless. Well, anyway. Supposed, apparently, apparently we were supposed to be off book for scene 12 on March 9th, but I couldn't spell scene, so it's spelled incorrectly. <laughs> so Even though the word scene is written like 5,000 times in this. Boating well for all of us. <laughs> it's looking really well. Um, I also found in the same pile oh my gosh. slash box of mems that I keep right behind my desk just in case for a moment like this. Um, I have the Junior Thespians District One Act Play Festival, January 8th, 2000, that we attended which one did we do um, and that was that i never saw another butterfly i think so but you know what i'm just about to remember as i'm like flipping through this i don't think we did the same oh no this is victor hugo in rehearsal we showed people this oh my gosh you were mademoiselle maglor magliore okay and i'm listed in crew great um cool maybe um, we, should we park this for now or well <laughs> this no, is starting I just, to get really embarrassing this is going deep cuts no but there is another one that's december 12th 1998 which is the one that we oh, did in ever some other my gosh i don't think they did the same play oh no they for sure did okay yeah, yeah great i remember that um, one yep so troop 88102 did it at 1010 next performance 1230 troop 88264 featuring renee and ashley um oh my gosh there were only one two three four five six seven people in that play and we were two of them that's terrible (laughs) um but wasn't there another play not just exactly like ours but another like um i mean holocaust theme this is gonna yeah i was gonna say diary of anne frank spinoff and i'm glad i that Holocaust <laughs> story is better. Um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's clearly what this play was essentially trying to, you know. Similar styles, right? Um, <laughs> I was just going to let you go. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, oh. if we need it, I found a Valentine's Day card from Ashley that is just a photocopy of her handwriting and my 10th grade schedule 
if anyone needs it, just <laughs> let me know. It's a really good Along thing. Along with a few you... birthday invites. Do you know what's funny? I was talking to a friend um, yesterday, and she was saying that, like, so she's uh, from Germany, but she's lived in New Zealand for, like, 15 years or something. Mm-hmm. And she's um, she's been back to Germany since then, obviously. Um but she's going back again this year. And so she was kind of like, you know, making sure she had stuff. And she's like, oh, I should um, make sure that like my, I, I need to like renew my debit card for my German bank because I still have money in my bank account, you know, there, whatever. And I can um, just like use my German debit card while I'm over there. But she said that like she couldn't log in because she doesn't have the same phone that she had when she opened it. And like the two-factor authentication wasn't working and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. And it was like this weird loop. And so she called and she's like, it's always confusing because she's like, I can't really speak about my banking in German. Like she can still speak German, but not like, like she can speak conversationally, not like technically. Right. She's lost a lot of the vocab. And so she said that she's like sitting there trying to have like this technical conversation about her banking and two factor authentication and all this stuff in German. And finally they're like, oh, okay, you you've like lost access to your account and you live in New Zealand. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, so do you have that QR code um, from when you opened the account? And she was like, like, do I have the piece of paper? And they're like, yeah, don't you didn't you we told you to save that piece of paper. Didn't you save it? And she was like. From like 12 years ago or whenever. I didn't have QR codes that long ago. But, and they were, they were like, yeah. And she was like, no, like that is surely not the process and the expectation. But I feel like you still would have that QR code piece of paper from 10 years ago, even though you've moved overseas since then. Most likely. I mean, I do have a gap card from a gift card from 1998. I dare you How to try to use it. it. I would. I'm going to give it to you and make you use it. Okay, happy to. Be like, the 90s are back, baby. Let me use my Gap card. 90s are back, baby. Crazy. Okay, well, I'm sending Ashley a picture of this, so hopefully she remembers to post. What, the Gap card? Butterfly. This is the Gap card. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So, yes, we will post that. Um, Okay, so Joey goes back with the sunglasses. They make him take them off and put the script down and. Um, and he's like, you know, Gary Oldman's like, I-, I need to see your reaction so I can react to it. And he's like, okay, I didn't want to say this. I know you're this like decorated, well-respected actor, but you're spitting all over me. And yeah. Gary Oldman's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, you know, I'm a he's professional. Like, yes, I'm a professional. And he's like, enunciation is the mark of a good actor. And when you enunciate, you spit. And so that happens. And so there's spit spitting all over each other the only other time i have seen somebody spit a bunch is in i think i'm gonna get this right in the disney plus version of hamilton the actor who plays king george yes is like there is just spit ever i think he said that he actually didn't do that intentionally it just kind of happened and so he went with it Mm-hmm. Because he was going so intense. I do think that people, I do think especially in theater, people do spit more because you can't, you have to just, you do have to project, but you don't when you're on film. You have That's to speak a good point. normally with regular also, microphones. Um, projecting to me doesn't mean spitting. Like I can make my voice louder without spitting, but I don't know. 
Totally. But I think just, it's just you're more prone to it happening. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like but you don't right. have to – the way he's doing it is too much. But I do think it is more common to spit because you're just trying to get it out. Yeah, you're, you're kind of like forcing. And yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yuck. So I don't know. So so that happens. So he finds out. Super cute. And then is that when they have um, – they have the scene and they're spitting all over each other – and then he's yeah. like, oh, well done. You soaked me. And yeah. And then yeah. He, Joey gets his call sheet for the next day. And he's like, what? I can't come in the next day. And that's kind of how we end it. So basically, he now has to. So he remember, he's the minister for Monica and mm-hmm. Chandler's wedding. But now he's got he's got work. Yeah. Well, and at first Monica's like, wait, you can't be in a movie. You have to do be at our wedding. And he's like, oh, I'll be done by then. And he's like, oh, yeah. she's like, okay, good job, you big oh. movie star. Yeah, yeah. She's like back to supporting. So um, so that's, you know, we'll find out what happens in part duh. Um, Now, other thing that's going on, Chandler comes out and is like, uh, Monica, I can't believe I have to even say this, but my dad just called and he wants to know if he can borrow one of your pearl necklaces. And she's like, I'm guessing the neckline is plunging. And so, <laughs> um, so she... They cut this out, but he says like, oh, they cut that out too, don't they? The got it, if you got it, flaunt it? That wasn't mine. No, no, no. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. It says it's cut out, but I was like, I actually think I mm, snuck back into it in New Zealand. I saw it. Oh. Yeah, it snuck back in here because the plunging part. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. What was, a question. There. Um, but so they're kind of chit-chatting and I, you know, she's like, oh, can you believe it tomorrow? And. And she's, I, I don't, I kind of wish she wouldn't have said this, but I guess like I was thinking about it and I was like, I say things to Ben because, you know, they're your partner. And so like you can say things to them that you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't say this. But, and so she's like, you know, I'm really surprised that nothing has freaked you out or caused you to have like a freak out yet. Yeah. And he's like, you know, to be honest, me too. I've kind of been waiting and it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Which is great until... <sighs> She goes to borrow a necklace for plunging necklace from Rachel, and he hears their answering machine. If you're calling before Saturday, you've reached Monica and Chandler's. But if you're calling after Saturday, you've reached the Bings. The Please Bings. leave a message for the Bings. And he and that's what it. sends him into a tailspin. Yeah. 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 I mean, he explains why later. So. It kind of keeps happening. Yes. Like they go to the rehearsal dinner and he's like, we're the Bings. Meet the Bings. And like is like acting so strange. And then his yeah. mom is like, there's going to be a bunch of little Bings. And he yeah. just. Um, but I don't know. Should we keep talking? So he so he does say like, um, I'll hold off on that one because that I'll hold off on that one for a second. Okay. And so they're at the rehearsal dinner. Jack and Judy. Aw. Um, Monica introduces them to Mrs. Bing. And Jack, so are you uh. his mother or his father? He's like, what? I didn't even have a chance to pretend that I was okay with it. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, and that's not the only time it kind of goes haywire when Rachel's like, can you please keep Chandler's dad away from Chandler's mom? He's the man in the, the dress. Oh, yeah. Uh, man. Duh. Uh, man. Duh. Um, but yes, there's they are. a moment where um, so when Chandler's dad does show up um, and sh- and he's like. Oh, Nora, aren't you a little old to be wearing a dress like that? And she's like, don't you have a little too much penis to be wearing a dress like that? And apparently the crowd went so wild over that scene that they had to like (laughs) pause because they they just were like dying laughing. And they don't really show like they don't. It's it just sounds like normal amounts of laughter like in the actual scene. But apparently it was just like roaring laughter for ages. I can only imagine because that's actually pretty good comeback. <laughs> it is a pretty good comeback. Um, um, and so then um, Ch- uh, what's his name? Ross gets up to give his toast um, and he's like, hi, I'm Ross. Dr. Geller. Dad, <laughs> as I was saying, I'm Dr. Geller. Oh, my gosh. Um, so um, Ben and I did a cooking class with some friends um, mm-hmm. yesterday, and uh, we were all sitting there like, so what you do is like, you know, you're at your own little cooking stations, but she's like, okay, come up to the front, sit around this like this big massive station that she's using, and she's like, I'll demonstrate how to make the first dish and how to prep the second one, and then you can go do it. And we've all got little recipe books, and so like a bunch of us are taking notes, Um Ben is not. And she's like, oh, do you want a pen? And he's like, I can't read my own handwriting. So no. And she goes, oh, you must be a doctor. And so we were just kind of like, haha, yeah, he's a doctor. But like, then she just kept like, I, I couldn't tell if she could tell because I was like, oh, haha, yeah, yeah, he's a doctor, you know, like something mm-hmm. like that. But then she was like, oh, I actually um, used to be in nursing myself. I was I was a nurse. And then, you know, but this is my passion. And so now I am a chef or whatever. But so then, like, she like, came up a couple times, but we, like, I thought she thought it was, a, like, knew it was a joke. Until at the end of the class, like, she was, like, coming over and, like, checking on the different stations. And she was like, so, where do you practice? Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, I, and I was just like, oh. like, you know that split second where I was like, should he lie? But, like, she's a nurse, and so she'll actually, like, yeah, have follow-up questions. Or, and then you're on like, Dr. Death season three. Yeah, I was like, or we're going to, like, tell her the truth, and then she's going to, like, think that we've been, like, pulling one over on her this whole time. But so he was like, oh, I – and so I I stepped in, and I was like, no, no, he's he's not a doctor. We were just kidding. And she was like, oh, it's just a joke. It, you guys were joking. But then I think she thought we were making fun of her, but, like, I was like, she's the one who said that. She's the one who assumed you were a doctor, other people have bad handwriting too. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, I feel bad because I think That's she might funny. have thought we were making fun of her or like trying Aww. to pull one over. But um, anyway, we were like, yep, Dr. <laughs> ben. I was like, I hope there's no like actual medical emergencies in this class because. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. So Chandler's had his little freak out. Um, yes. And sorry, and that was during Dr. Geller's speech where he's like, to the bings. And they're all like, to the bings. And he like, can't deal. He's so like Ross, twitchy. Comes, Ross comes over later that night 
um, and is like, hey, where's Chandler? And that's when Joey's heading out in his Ray-Bans. And he's like, oh, I think he's in Rachel's room. And he Russ is looking around, can't find mm-hmm. him. But he does find a note on the counter. And so you, we don't know what it says. But then he picks it up and he goes over to the girl's house. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica is like really excited and she's in the bathroom steaming her wedding dress or something. Well, she like is like, okay, I should probably steam my dress. Does anyone want the responsibility? And Rachel's oh, like, I'll yeah. do it. And she's like, nobody. She's like, no, Mon, I'll do it. She's like, nobody wants to do it. Okay, fine. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really, and then Rachel's like, Monica, come on. Like, let me help. I can do this. And she's like, you're right. Sorry. Okay. I'll help. I'll let you help or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but just then, but just the one. Um, and so, so Monica's steaming her dress. Rachel and Phoebe are like making cups of tea or something out in the kitchen. And so Ross comes over and he's like, where's Monica? And he like hands Rachel this note. And she's like, tell Monica I'm sorry. And then Phoebe comes up and she's like, what's going on? And they hand it to her and she's like, tell Monica I'm sorry. Go tell her yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sometimes Phoebe is so funny when oh. she doesn't get it. It's so funny. I mean, to be honest, she didn't know any contacts. He just hands right. her the note. It's just Ross. But yeah, it is really funny. And then she realizes, because she's like, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Like, where did he go? Like, did he leave? And she's like, what if he's oh saying, gosh. like, because oh, Rachel's like, maybe he's saying, tell Monica, I'm sorry, I drink all the milk. Yep. And mm-hmm. Phoebe's like. Maybe he's telling Monica that he changed his name. Tell Monica, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry could be, could out, be there. out there right now. <laughs> I love it. And Ross oh, is like, I, I think he's saying, tell Monica, I'm sorry. I freaked out and can't go through with this. And yeah. so they're just like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Holy crap. And so Ross is like, I'll go find him. And this is when Phoebe's like, if you don't find him, I'm going to hunt you down and kick your ass. And he like starts to laugh and she stares at him and he's like, okay, I'll find him. Fine, I'll find him. <laughs> That's an actual threat. Um, so two different things happen. First, Ross goes searching, goes to the coffee house. Good first place to go. Um, doesn't find Chandler. Does realize that Gunther's not invited to the wedding. Uh, but then he sees Jack and Judy mom dad and they're like well you guys always talk about the coffee house we figured we'd come see what all the fuss was about so and funny. i see where love... the girls like it <laughs> oh my gosh what the sexy blonde behind the counter <laughs> oh that is so funny i love that scene and then um, it's just so funny because Jack and Judy are like they're totally acting like suburb parents would when they're like let's go to the city let's have a coffee at night let's you know and they're like all in like a feisty mood and he's uh-huh. like your mother just put her on her list and he's like if you see Chandler tell him I'm looking for him okay and if you see Rita Marino you tell her I'm looking for her <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is oh, but I don't think I need oh Dr. Geller <laughs> Jack. Um, okay, so, yeah, so uh, Ross is looking around. Um, and in the meantime, Rachel starts, like, crying 
and um, Monica's like, okay, you know, I'm going to go to sleep now. I got to get, you know, my big day. And Rachel's like all sad. And she's like, Phoebe's like, okay, you can't cry out here. Like we can't let her know anything's going wrong. Pulls her into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and they're in there crying. And Rachel's like, it's just too sad. Like she's going to like, she's going to wake up in the morning. She like, you know, we're going to go to the altar. Yeah. He's not going to show up. She's going to have to take the dress (sighs) off. And like, it's going to be, she's going to go home alone. Like, could you imagine this happening or like knowing that this is going to happen to your friend? Well, that's the thing is I actually don't think I don't think I could let her get ready. And, you know, spoiler alert, but like I think when Rachel like pulls the trigger on telling her is like the last possible second. The last possible second. Yeah. Which I'm fine with waiting until the last possible second. But I do think like once put it once you put the dress on, like you waited too long. Yeah. Um, because it's still oh, possible that it could so be sad. resolved. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So anyway. But it is like, I just, I don't know what I would do if like, I don't know what I would do if I knew that like one of my best friend's fiance's like left. Like, it's one thing to be like, okay, you know, he's out with the guys. They're doing their own thing. But like, usually I would think you're, they're like texting. I know this is pretext, but like. Yeah. It's one thing to just kind of be like, oh, they're out doing their own thing. But, like, he's just gone rogue. And we know that, like, he was at flight risk for, like, freaking out and leaving. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I would tell her right away because, like, people do get cold feet. Um People do freak out, and it doesn't always mean the end, you know? The night before is a lot different than the day of, because the night before, you have a good night's sleep, and then you might feel different. I'm not saying would you have told her or not, because I think you're right. I don't think you I don't think you tell her until it's definitely a problem. And right now, it's not yeah. definitely a problem yet. Pretty bad, but... Um, but just, like, how sad Rachel is, and I'm like, yeah, I get, I get that. That would just be so... And, like, I'd, I'd find it really hard to sleep not knowing what – like, I'd probably want to go out and search for him, too. But um, I guess you want to be there with your friend. But, yeah. Um, so they're in the bathroom. No tissue. No toilet paper. Um, and so Rachel's like, can you get me some tissue? And so Phoebe finds some in the trash. <laughs> it's like, here you go. And then she's like, do you need some floss, too? And she's, like, sifting through the trash can. And then she's, like, pulling out – used tissue for Rachel to use and then she's like and then Rachel says you know she's gonna come home and be all alone and Phoebe's like oh my god there's a positive pregnancy test in the trash she's like so I guess she's not gonna be totally alone and Rachel just goes oh my god and that's kind of it (laughs) and ah and I know we all know, you know. Yeah. But in that yeah. moment, it definitely would seem I was thinking about that when I watched it this time. I was like it would definitely seem like it was Monica's, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah. It, it would it would make the most sense, wouldn't it? Like mm-hmm. Monica's baby crazy about to get married, all this stuff. And so, um yep. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's yeah. it. 
that's there's nothing. I that's was like, it. What, else, what else is there to say? And About scene. That's it. Yeah. So Chandler's missing. Ooh. We think Monica's pregnant. Doesn't know Chandler's yep. missing. Joey's gonna oh miss the wedding. Lots going on. Lots are unraveling. But we don't have to stay on a cliffhanger for too long. Next week we will follow up with part two. Yes. It, thankfully, it's not too long of a cliffhanger. And I think, honestly, at the time, it was one long episode. Yeah, that's right. It was a one-hour yeah. special. One-hour special. So and we're so making you wait, cliffhanger. Sorry. Yeah. I think sorry. that's why um, when you watch the reruns, it's not normal credits. It's like next week's episode, like scenes from next week's yeah. episode, which they don't normally do um, mm-hmm. because it was just um, – Interesting, though, that they didn't put it on a cliffhanger because um, it is good. But I guess when we find out next week well, what the cliffhanger yeah, is. Yeah, there is a real cliffhanger. Yeah. Do you have any um, final parting thoughts or lines from plays that you'd like to leave us with <laughs> before? Um, no, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I just want to remind everybody out there um that Ray-Ban was not the official sponsor of World War 1 against Mexico mm-hmm. and if you're going to do an Anne Frank spin-off as Renee would call it don't wear Nike's on oh stage oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you will get points deducted and if you can manage not to have a full bring it on moment where you're doing the same play as someone else that's good too that helps too that always all right. helps <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, Thanks for joining us this week. Great to be back with you. And we will talk to you next week to finish off Chandler and Monica's wedding. And season seven. Last episode of season seven. Oh, yeah. That too. Last episode of season seven. We'll talk more about that. Crazy, I know. I'm sure we'll reminisce. Mm. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.